Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey you. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! It's a Q&A, um, but also it's a, hey, we finished that book! Yeah, so like we're wrapping up Judges and we're doing a Q&A. So like, because it was a short book. It was a short book. 21 chapters. Yeah. So another thing, I'm not doing a quiz this time. Oh, that's weird. I know. No quiz, huh? We're just going to chitty chat. Okay. I am. I'm I'm down with that. some shit to say. And and normally, like, we do a wrap up for the the book, and that would be the second section where we do the quiz, and we're doing a Q&A first, and then kind of into some more chit chat about the the book itself. Yeah. So So this whole book, we're just doing it a little bit different this time, and that's okay, because what are we... We are flexible. That's right. And who's in charge? We are. Yeah. And we made the rules and we can fucking change them. Damn so that's, straight. That's what we're goddamn doing. Yeah. All right. So let's go do our Q&A slash wrap up thing of judges. Book of judges. Here we go. Okay. So, the book of Judges, 21 chapters, and a lot of shit went down. It did. It, it was did. actually pretty uh, jam-packed with things going on. So much adventure. I mean, you know. No. It was stupid. Bullshit. But. So, one of the questions we had was, wait, when did this, wait, what? It's yeah, all the time frames were all fucking whack. Yeah. And so, I wanted to um, let you know that, yes, indeed, most scholars consider the stories in this particular book of 21 chapters not to be presented in chronological order okay particularly the the closer that you get to the end right those things more likely based on the people who are named um happened right after right, joshua right exactly they happened right after joshua and thus were more likely to have occurred at the beginning right. rather than the end of the book yeah no it really threw me off like i was like why are we talking about phineas he was back at you know he was he Came came after Joshua. Well, so. um, I'll get more into that in a, in a minute. But um, the reason that um, that stuff was out of order is that it's believed that um, it was a political spin, um, okay, and and that it was tagged tagged on to the end. What was the so, political? Like I said, I'll get into that in a minute. Okay, um, cause right. let's let's go through this a little well, bit. Well, you say the word politics, and I'm like, what? What? Hey, Ooh, I'm, in. Huh? I'm in. What's going on? Well, some of it we haven't got to yet. Like they mentioned King David, we mm. haven't got to King David yet. Got it. So I'm that's assuming that's why, in Kings, probably. <laughs> I mean, okay. So the phrase that they kept saying throughout this whole book was, yeah. "There, there were no kings. There were right, no kings." Right. And so. Um, a lot of people think, uh, by people I mean scholars, a lot of scholars think that they kept saying that over and fucking over again to be like, and and so, you know, that's why all this bad shit happened. Look at all the bad shit that right. happened when they didn't have a king. And they and, got better when they had kings. Right, right. Like, everything was so much better once they got a king in there. So, it's almost like this book was put in there as a, a, an apologist. Right. You know what I right, mean? Right, Um. The death of Joshua, like, let me back up a minute before we get into the whole Kings thing. Okay, Okay, sure. So the death of Joshua, right? The book of Joshua prior to Judges, that marks the division between the period of conquest when they're, like, going in, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Versus the period of occupation, okay? And so the book of Judges 
talks about that period of occupation. They didn't do it very well. They didn't do it very well, right. But you notice that, like, in the beginning, they're talking about how they're going about this occupying. Yeah. Right? And then at the end, it's, it's like, more about um, these weird stories. Yeah. And the stories were less about Canaan and the promised land and and occupying the promised land, right? Okay. Um, I mean, you notice that. We both noticed that. Right. They were about these weird things that happened, you know, because there were no kings. Right, okay? right, yeah. So what most scholars believe is that this stuff was put in as um, a way to excuse some of the way that we are going to see in the future that King David treated some of the people. Oh, okay. Like, like. It's hard to say because we haven't got into it yet. So I don't know how King David. I I know that there is a King David, but apparently he has to be like the you know firm firm father figure type thing, and right? Punish people, but apparently and stuff. he we're gonna see him mistreat some particular tribes, uh. and so this was supposed to be as a and here's why David did that. Okay. Even right. though we haven't got there yet. So, so one of the tribes must be Benjamin? Yes. That is, that is exactly the tribe. So, okay. So right. it was so, yeah. stuck in, like I said, right. as a political spin and as an apologist. Someone was doing that chapter later mm-hmm. on that we're going to get to. And they were like, this looks really bad if we don't do this. So right. Exactly. Let's go back and fix this. Exactly. Okay. So um, they also believe that... Um, this whole thing was designed as a slur on the sanctuary at, of Dan, oh. like the tribe of Dan. Like you remember the first couple of chapters were about the tribe of Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh, we made fun of them in the beginning. And then now they're like, you know, the ones being made fun of here. Right, right. So um, apparently they become significant in the kingdom of Israel further um. on. And... So writers who are opposed to the presence of the idols, yeah, you know, because there were so many idols all around this, right, right. So they were like, "Fuck those Dan guys." Got it. You know what I mean? They were like, "Dan is not the man." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So this whole chapter, like the first part of it, was about fuck Dan, and the other parts were like, "And fuck Benjamin." Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's kind of hard. It, it explains why. So much of it felt like all over the place and weird and like, this isn't about conquering Canaan. What the fuck? Right, right. So it it made me feel better when I found all that because like we were commenting the whole way through that it just felt so like more than just the Bible sucks as a whole. It felt really just so out of place. And we were excited because we're like, yeah, we're getting through the. The Deuteronomist now, you know? Right, 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 right. And, like, but we're not kind of. Sure. Or we are kind but of. things were slapped in there and yeah. just kind of, whatever, yeah. haphazardly thrown in. And and so when we get to the Book of Ruth <gasps> next week, there's only, Sorry. like, no, that's okay. There's only, like, four chapters, I think I said, yeah. for the Book of Ruth. And so that also is one that's just, like, stuck in there. Got it. So. Probably as a uh, another like we have to explain something else maybe possibly yeah, um i know that i know that ruth is going to talk about like she takes care of her mother-in-law at, long after her husband i think like her husband died and so 
Ruth is supposed to be awesome possum because she um, took her mother-in-law in and didn't have to. And she just, like, took care of her mother-in-law, Naomi. Gotcha. So I think that's supposed to be, like, some kind of, I don't, I don't really know, but some kind of, like, bridge or peacemaking thing about how awesome she was before we talk about, like... The tribe that she came from, maybe I don't know. Gotcha. Like okay. I'm, I'm talking out my ass because I haven't researched right, that. Right. But I, I'm just putting it out there because I want it known that these two ch- uh, books, yeah, they're like stupid, basically, <laughs> in their placement, in their edition, right. And and that's coming from a feminist talking about like one of the women that is praised in the Bible. You right. know, sure, like sure. I'm like, yay! They're talking good about a woman, but their placement is, is yeah. But is anytime they talk good about a woman, it's kind of ca- caveated with like mm-hmm. it's just not like. As, what, but why? Right. But why? Why are you talking good? I don't believe you. Why? Right. Right. And and, and here's why. You know, yeah. because politics. Yeah. So that's why. Okay, so when I was going through this, I found some legends. And you know how I love me some fucking legends, right? Right. Okay, so, and I apologize if I jump throughout this. My cat is fucking trying to attack me, and I'm (laughs) spraying her with a bottle of water while this is happening. this is interesting. So I'm trying to stay on target here. (laughs) And, you know, both verbally as well as... um, The aim with the water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, okay, in one narrative, the, do you remember when the Israelites back in Egypt, they were, like, um, having to make bricks, right? And they couldn't make bricks because um, the Egyptians took all the, the hay away from them or some shit like that. Right, so right. they were forced to make bricks, but they couldn't make the bricks, and so they were set up for fail. I yeah. don't remember, know if you remember that. Yeah, no, I remember that. Okay, so, okay, you know the name Micah? We talked about him earlier in this yeah. chapter, right? yeah. Well, his name apparently shows up a lot in all of these different um, legends. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, one of the stories says that the the Israelites felt compelled to put their children in the brickwork when they couldn't complete their tasks. Because otherwise, you know, they were going to get in trouble. Wait. They put their children? Sure. It's just a story. Okay. Or maybe not a story. I don't fucking know, okay? Okay. It's, it's a legend. It's a Jewish legend. All right, all okay? right. Like a fairy tale or some shit. Like, like killed their children and put them in the bricks. Sure. Is that what it means? Yes. Okay. To to make the bricks hold together. Got it. Okay? Yeah. Um, And Moses rescued one child whose name was Micah. Okay. And he, this Micah was already crushed by the bricks above him. And Moses restored him and turned him to life and health. Okay. Ah, okay. So that that's one of the the uh, stories of Micah. Got it. Like I said, apparently there's like all kinds of fucking stories about Micah. Got it. So I so that Moses did more miracles than just uh yeah the the shit that happened. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So then there's another one that says that Micah was a it, part of the Exodus. Okay. That he was alive during that time. And that he's the one that took the idol with him from Egypt. Huh. Like, the... This would mean that this dude would have had to have lived a really long fucking time. Right. Like, I mean, at least a couple hundred years at the very least. (laughs) Well, didn't they all? (laughs) Well, they lived to 120 or so. Right. You know. Well, I mean, if he was a kid when Moses brought him back to life, you know? Right. 
Yeah. So All right. I don't I don't fucking know. Sure. I don't fucking care sure. either. Right. So um there's there's all kinds of stories about Micah being associated with the golden calf, that idol. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So some argue that he took the silver from which the idol was made, and that's how um Aaron made that idol. The oh, golden calf. So he, he took up the, the collection plate. Sure. <laughs> there's another tradition that it was Micah who um he retrieved Joseph's coffin from the Nile by throwing a splinter with, I don't even understand. He threw some kind of splinter and, into the river, and Micah retrieved the splinter after that and threw it into the fire, which Iron had cast the gold into, and that's what caused the golden calf to come out. What? I don't fucking know. I don't understand. That, that's crazy. I know. I just... I. I I found all of these different, like, Micah stories, and I'm yeah, like, okay, okay. All, right. all right. Okay, one more. Sure. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's one that says that Micah's mother was actually Delilah, you know, Samson oh, and Delilah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that the Philistines bribed her with the 1,100 1, shekels for Samson's secret. Okay. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And so... Interesting. Yeah. So that was... She was his mom, and that's where that whole idol story. So came they don't from. even really know where that whole thing fits in the timeline because right. it could be any number of things. Right. He, his name in all of these stories is always mentioned with blah 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 idol. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it was he made an idol, his mom made an idol. Um. He caused Aaron to make the idol. So like, it sounds like there might have been competing stories, and they chose one to go into the Bible. Sure. Like, uh, you know. Two, actually. Right, right, right. The yeah. Aaron had the idol and the Micah idol. Right, right. Yeah. So there's all that. Okay. Which all right. I just, I found that interesting because we actually know all those stories now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what? what? No, I just, Weird. It's, it's funny to me because sometimes these side stories come up, right? Mm-hmm. And And if they would have just, like worked with some of these stories, they could have made the the Bible a lot more cohesive. Right. Like, it could have been a better... A better story. Thing. Yeah, a better story. It, it made me interested. Like, there were several um, Jewish um, fairy tales and legends, like, books right. mentioned yeah. that I might actually be interested in reading just as literature. You huh. know? Yeah. Like, fairy tales. Only, th- these are Jewish ones. Right. right. And, like, how cool is that? Like, you get German fairy tales, you know, the Grimm brothers, and then you get the Jewish fairy tales, and they got Micah and stuff in there. Yeah. So, I just, I don't know. I thought that was cool stuff. Yeah. No, definitely. All right. Here's some more. Um, okay. So, we already talked about the political spin, and, um, oh, um, the ones who were supposed to have been doing bad things against um, the tribe of Benjamin yeah. was the tribe of Judah. Okay. So, that's another thing. Doing bad things against the tribe of Benjamin. What do you mean? Atrocities. I don't know. Okay. We haven't got there yet. Okay. So All right. Who knows? Got it. But we we need to be looking out for atrocities that Judah does against Benjamin, which is why we get to see Benjamin being bad. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so Benjamin gets slaughtered, and then they also get put upon later again. Right. Is well, no. Just... Um, it's that... Benjamin 
did bad things is why they got slaughtered. Right, right. Benjamin. But then they had to regrow as a tribe, and then they right. got something else happened. Right. They got really screwed over again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're not supposed to, like, feel the they got screwed over part. We're supposed to feel the they were doing horrible things part. Yeah. The fact for, that they got I mean, screwed over, like, they had that coming. I guess, but, like, kind they of. don't really explain how many people were, you know, like, yeah. it wasn't the entire fucking tens of thousands of people standing outside this dude's house, right? Like, that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. So, what exactly were they being punished for, or was it just political? Like, you know, like, what well, was this exactly? What they're saying is the tribe of Benjamin had a bunch of rapey fuckers. Yeah. They all had idols. They were all rapey. And then they stood together and would not turn over the rapist because they like what they're they're supposed to be a bigger story that we're to take from this which isn't that this particular thing happened and these only these two or ten individuals were guilty the reason they weren't turning them over is because that's how they all act right we're supposed to take away from this oh that tribe of benjamin they were always having rapes and they were always having idols and they were always doing this Bad false god worship. Oh, Benjamin, how far away from God you've come. It's just for the best selling book of all time. It's not it's not a very good story. Yeah. The fact the fact that I had to like go into Wikipedia <laughs> to find <laughs> this shit out right. and have it explained to me is like that's bad. Right. I right. shouldn't have to look at something else to explain what I'm supposed to take away from this. You know, I would find it kind of interesting if somebody put together a a better, a better version, version of the Bible. Right. Like like a legit let's let's take all the things that happened, let's put it in a you know, a correct chronological timeline. Let's leave out the shit that they just popped in there for no fucking reason. So basically and see how it sounds, you know basically like, if we printed out all of Wikipedia's entries <laughs> on the Bible and then like did a cut and paste like literally did a cut and paste with scissors. Right. You know? Right, yeah. And and just rearranged all of the pieces. Sure. That yeah. would be really cool. That would be worth reading. That would. It would. That would be interesting. I mean, because it would be a historical document-ish Ish. at that point. Ish. Right. I'm, you know, I, I'm, yeah, definitely. Right. So, yeah, I, I just, the stories are so broken, though, in the Bible that it's, yeah. like, really, really hard to follow sometimes. So Well, then there's... There's another one. I didn't even um, make note of this. I just remember reading about it that um, the the whole thing with Micah yeah. was actually two different stories stuck together. Oh, okay. And that you can tell because there are um, every every almost every line in it is a doublet that either repeats itself or is directly contradictory. Got it. I, oh, I do have a question about Micah, and maybe you don't know because you didn't cover it, but they they started worshiping him mm-hmm. after after they left him. Like, they took his, that's part his idols of, That's and stuff. part of the two stories. Okay. Um, in one of the stories, um, his mom made the idols of him. Yeah. But in the other one, they're just false gods. Oh. Okay. Not necessarily him. So it's it's more likely that when they took the idols, they weren't worshiping Micah. Okay, okay. They were worshiping. Well, see, and that's one of those things that they don't clarify exactly. Very well. It's like, well, why are they fucking worshiping Micah's idols? But they told Micah he had to stay behind. Like, right. That's really fucking weird. That's stupid and weird. Right. Right. Yeah, it makes so much better sense. And how um, do you, how do you edit or write that Bible 
and say, yeah, this looks good. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm totally there with you. Like, as I'm reading all of these, um, research pieces on right. this, I'm, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then by the time I bring it to you, I'm like, oh, and here's the facts. Well, and I have to question, like, <laughs> you know, even today, like, you know, it's still an evolving document that they edit and change and, mm-hmm. and, and revamp and whatever. Like, why hasn't somebody today fixed some of this stuff? Like, why hasn't well, that happened? That's another thing. As I'm studying the quote unquote studying, right? I mean, how far down the rabbit hole? Yeah, do no, I no, go no. I mean, I we're we're, we're glossy. Sure, we're we're sure. glossy custom. Uh, yeah, exactly. So as I'm reading over this stuff, I'm like reading. Um, at first, researchers thought, and so this is researchers from like a thousand years ago. Okay, and then more recently. So within the last few hundred years, but now today researchers think, so you're getting like three different research studies. Got it. You know what I mean? Well, it, and, and part of it probably depends on the mindset at the, any given time mm-hmm. and the cultures and all that, like what's going on in the world right. and everything. So and, and then that is separate from the rabbinical um, historians who are the actual Jewish people who spend their entire lives doing nothing but right. dedicating themselves to researching this stuff. Sure. Like, that is not just their job. It is their job, but it's also their their sole purpose and everything they do. I would they be, take it very seriously. I, I think I would be very interested in, in some of the apologetic arguments for Jewish, the Jewish culture and Jewish religion because they rely on the old testament mm-hmm. you know and so far i'm very appalled by the old testament appalled, and I'm like unimpressed so yeah. like i would be much more interested in an apologetics argument for the jewish community than i would be for a christian community i know? think that what you'll find with the jewish community is that there won't be apologists got it they are much and Apologies in advance if I'm misstating this. This sure. is again just based on my understanding. Guess, my understanding, my guesses on what I've read. Sure. Um, rabbinical scholars are are less trying to apologize for or say this awesome shit happened and it was so cool. Yeah. So much as did this happen or did this represent something and why did that happen and what are we supposed to learn from it because clearly this was tragic so they're trying to like, attribute meaning or historical value to everything in the old testament yes they they are much less like the christian apologist who is trying to say that, like a christian apologist is somebody who tries to put a positive spin on everything and is like it all happened and here's how right and and, you know, if if it doesn't look good because, you know, rape is bad, well, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, move along. Like, that's that's a Christian apologist, okay? Jewish um, students of their own works yeah. are not like that. I guess, you know. They're much in, more scholarly. In real, reality, I guess Judaism is, would be a lot easier to, to stomach because it's really strictly based in fear. Like you don't have competing, you don't have competing values. Like you don't have the New Testament and the Old Testament competing for mm. love is the way versus 
you know, let's kill everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's all it's all fear. It's all fear for the Old Testament. I, the, I mean, essentially, the, yes, essentially. The book, the book itself is based on fear, but I don't gather that that's what the Jewish faith is is based on. Right. I get. I guess of today. I'm just that saying is. that it's easier, maybe because you don't have competing values. Sure. So no, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I. I would be much more comfortable asking questions of a Jewish scholar than oh, a Christian yeah. anybody. No, I definitely would. Because too. a Jewish scholar would actually understand what I'm asking because they've actually read and studied it. And there's a greater chance that they wouldn't exactly be offended. They'd just right. you know, answer exactly. you in a, in a matter-of-fact way. Sure, and so. and set me straight where I know I've gotten it wrong in many places. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would never want to sit down with a Christian scholar because they... Unless they have a similar mindset. I mean, but we, have, they, we have met people. Um, one of our previous pastors was maybe one of those people that we could sit down and talk with. Except that he's with. an atheist now. No, I know. But so, that's, 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 I'm just saying, like, I think that any Christian who actually sat down and did this would either have to convert to a different type of Christianity yeah. or straight-up Judaism or atheism, or come out of it with just some kind of spiritual, right. um, yeah. personal value system. Sure, sure. I, I don't see how you can actually study the Bible and remain strong Christian. Right. And take it take it as the word, the Bible is the word of God. Yes. Because... Because that's the 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 very strong religions, the very not mm-hmm. strong, the the very right wing, um, yeah. you know, evangelical Christian mm-hmm. religions out there. They are very I, they're liars. Much, I do not believe them. Right? They 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 say that the Bible is you know the word of God, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, so that's let's talk about that because right. and then they're like, no, we aren't going to talk about that. <laughs> that's because either they haven't read it and they don't know. Or they have read it and they're hucksters. Right. Period. Right. The end. Yeah. Period. The end. There's no other way. You cannot actually read through this sh- shit. Yeah. It is shit. It is shit. Um. You cannot read through this with a serious mind as a scholar. Which this episode is kind of different from our other episodes where we're like laughing and joking and like my Q and A's and my. My book summaries are me trying to make sense of this and me kind of trying to barely briefly touch that scholarly interest in history and literature and legends and sure that kind of stuff. Well, because it's all well and good to call, you know, God a dick every day. Sure. But, you know, I mean, at but some I wanna, level. I do want to understand it a little bit. Yeah, though. no. And, and we, I think we definitely have. Like, yeah. You know, we've, we've taken time. And I, I. Kind of regret not doing it from the beginning a little bit because I but, feel like we missed some stuff at the beginning. But you know, I'm I'm very happy that we're doing it now. So. But we're learning as we go, and to me, that's part of what this podcast is about: is learning as we go and sure, um, you know, giving space for the humor, also giving space for the tragedies, like what happened earlier this week, and um, you know, with the gang rape. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Leaving okay. leaving space to to not just call God a dick jokingly, but also be angry or hurt over the things that have happened that we've read, or also you know just be interested in the history and geography of it. Well, yeah, and I think 
I, I like the way that we're reading it because it's not filtered through somebody who's trying to explain it away. Right, so, right, exactly. You know, I appreciate, I mean, that's that's weird to say that I appreciate ourselves, but, you know, like, I, it's just. I appreciate what we're doing because we, we're covering all our bases, I think. Yeah. All, all of our personal interests, which are being funny and trying to learn a thing. All right, let's stop tooting our own horn. Well, okay. So <laughs> I'm going to say one, no, two last things. Um, one is, I wish I'd written down who said this. I didn't write it down, but okay. this phrase just to me summed up the whole fucking chapter okay. book. Okay. The whole account is highly ironic. The Israelites set out to avenge the rape of one woman only to authorize the rapes of 600 more. They regret the results of one slaughter, so they commit another to repair oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, and that, that is completely what you and I had said. Yeah, no, I like it. It blew me away. I, I, I didn't, I didn't actually like make the 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 full step to the the rape thing with the the new six hundred women or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, that's but, exactly. But I mean, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and not only that, they stole the fucking women. Right, I'm like what the fuck? And then right, yeah, the when they killed the people, like I, I said it on Twitter today. Actually, I was like. I was like, yeah, they literally, like, they were having a meeting about um, how they were distraught about killing the whole tribe of Benjamin, and then they took a roll call and killed the people that weren't there, you know, for the meeting to talk about how distraught they were about killing them. Yeah. I'm like, what? That that doesn't... You guys are stupid. Yeah. You guys are really stupid. Bad math. Right? Okay. One final note, and um, this is from a feminist stance. Yeah. Um. The woman in the story, the concubine who was tossed yeah. out the door, sure, she stands apart from the other characters all throughout, not just that particular chapter, but throughout the entire book in being not given a single name or voice. Ah. And she's supposed to, I think, be representative of the entire um, problem Got of... The nation. Right. That right. they were fucking falling apart. Yeah. And so they used this poor woman. When she was chopped into pieces, she represents the 12 tribes were torn asunder. Right, right. And I thought that was both a beautiful and tragic analogy. Yeah. That kind of assuaged my poor broken heart a little bit. Right, right. In some weird way that. This happened to her, but she she lives on and and meant something more. Sure. You know, it it wasn't just a thing that happened. It actually meant something in the story. I right. don't know. Right. I'm, I'm trying which is, to feel... Which is, I mean, that that's better than it. I mean, like, I'm trying to feel better about what happened. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, women are treated like complete shit in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that they took vengeance for this woman, what happened to this woman, definitely is better than some of the other things that have happened in the Bible. Well, the fact that it was less of a story that happened and more that she is a symbol. Right. That, yeah, that is what I'm taking from it. Sure. 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 And I don't know if that is true, but it helps me sleep a little bit better. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, do we have anything else or was that uh, the gist of it? I think that's that. I'm not going to do a pop quiz. I'm not going to, I mean, I, I think, um, this was a short enough book and a short enough, well, a short enough book. I mean, right. It's pretty much it. Yep. So I don't know. You got anything else to add? I got nothing else to add. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right.
See you guys. Bye. Husband. Yes, wife? Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.